Welcome to Hindsight. I'm Corey Carter. And I'm Ron Poole. And I'm- podcast we've hacked hundreds of entrepreneurs hindsight to help you the listener with better foresight now guys if you want to know all about what we can do to help you focus on being you head over to gethhm.com keep pushing through those ups and downs that we all will have we're still going to have amazing conversations with amazing people hindsight hacking boils down to amazing conversations with some amazing people Welcome back to Hindsight Hacking, and today's episode is a longtime friend, kind of. Oh, you'll get to hear more here soon, but James, we connected in another group, and, and the leader of that group said, you know, you and Corey should talk, and next thing you know, here we are. We're looking to do some business together down the road, but to get to know more about James, he is a visionary strategist with a lifelong thirst for learning. He has used his skills and passion to achieve career mastery and subsequently transitioned into creating his own multi-six-figure coaching business for professionals who want more from life and most importantly, want to change the world. His Facebook group, Impact Mastery Blueprint. We talk about impact a lot on the show. So of course, James is a great fit, but ultimately, James, welcome to the show. Well, thank you for having me. And uh, yeah, all of it's true. So you uh, that's good. Good accuracy in the beginning. So we're right off to a fire start now. So we're, we're, we can only go downhill from here. So if you're listening, stick out for the first few minutes. And then if you do that, you're here for the rest anyway. That's right. That's right. Oh, my gosh. So, James, I'm super excited to have you on. And I know you and Corey and we just connected a little while ago. But for the audience, they may never have heard of you. So why don't you take a moment? and tell everyone a little bit about you. All right, well, thank you. And yeah, let me give you, I'll do 60 seconds then stop and you can maybe ask a question about that. The, the, the short story is I'm a UK export and a US import. And I've been in the US now for 10 years and I've experienced two different countries inside the US. One country was called California, if you've heard of that one. And the other country is Texas and they are both very different. Yes, they are. And I always make the joke, Moving from the UK to California was a culture shock, but nowhere near as big as the California to Texas culture shock. And uh, but we embraced that. Yeah. So that, that's the short, where did I come from? If you hear the funny accent. And where do you want me to go next, Ron? You, you're asking me uh, a little bit about my background. What would you like to know? Just a little bit about your business and kind of what brought you to that and that, those kinds of things. Yeah. Okay. Two and a half decades of corporate life. I was a junior data analyst at university. You know, two things I never wanted to do. I, I didn't like school. I didn't want to go to university. I didn't want to be a data analyst, but I did all those three things. And they were beginning of a, a long journey where I dabbled with entrepreneurship before in the 2000s and unsuccessful. I went back into a career fueled really by personal development because I'd spent a lot of time hanging around Tony Robbins and all his environment, going through his courses, Mastery University and Leadership Academy. And that led me onto kind of 10 year growth curve where I, I got to the managing director seat. And I was running a $95 million software company when I realized this is not my passion and it's not congruent with who I am. And so a couple of years ago, 
actually two years ago next month is when I walked into my office, my manager's office and said, I'm going to leave and I'll let you figure that one out. And just left it with him and walked out. He was kind of perplexed. And uh, within about 45 days, he'd come up with a plan to hire somebody else. We did a quick transition and by Halloween, I was out. So that was good. And I was started a journey then of figuring out what next. And I always knew I could be a consultant with all the experience I had. Uh, but actually my true passion was coaching, inspiration, and just helping people do believe in what they should be doing anyway. So now that's what Impact Mastery is about, is you already know what you need to do in the world. You're just too scared to do it. And my job is to help you not be scared anymore, understand your fears, uh, but also give you the step-by-step, easy to do, anyone can do it plan, so that you can leave your job in eight months and you can run a six, seven-figure business at your delight and you'll enjoy that you'll give yourself time and personal freedom and that's the mission right now is do all of those things so that we can start feeding people housing people and then educating them around the world so that's what we're doing love it and you know so many people they struggle with figuring out who they serve they struggle with figuring out what problems they solve you know they just might know like hey i want to do a business i'm good at this one thing but then they never dial in exactly who that business helps and serves. And I love how you have that figured out. Like you're helping people with that transition to go from that employee, so to speak, to that employer on the other side of things, building that business that has the freedom. Like how did you truly find that niche and start to thrive there? Core values, really. Core values for me are about love, family, honesty, integrity, I, I didn't want to de- veer away from those things, which was difficult within a corporate environment sometimes for all of those things to be in place. As much as a corporate institution will tell you a lot of these things are how we, you know, you go into their reception areas or their lobby areas and the big words are on the wall, you know, this is who we are. Uh, but these, you only have to speak to 10 employees to realize that's not how they feel. And that's got a lot to do with the communication and other things. So I, for me, it was about being honest and integrity with the perspective of I should only teach what I really know and I should only really teach my experiences where I can demonstrate a depth of knowledge that is as equal to anybody else. I can bring my own uniqueness to that. that I'm the only one who lived it. But the ideal client or the target client for me is very much a younger version of myself, somebody who can be massively successful in any organization because they've got enough wherewithal, enough worldliness about them to actually learn skills, acquire those skills, connect with other people, because I think most people want to belong. So they do their very best with what they know at the times. But as you learn more and more skills, it becomes a little bit more frustrating to be in that narrow lane. And so that's the person I'm talking to is, if you're looking to break out of nine to five, which for most people is not nine to five at all, it's something very different. For me, it was 80 hours a week. That manager won't thank me for telling you all, but he would text me at 5.45 a.m. And the last time he would text me would be 10.30 p.m. So I ended up having these crazy 80-hour weeks. And it was not unusual for the CEO to call me on a Sunday and say, hey, come into the office. And, and I'd be like, it's Sunday. <laughs> Are you sure? Yeah, it has to be done now. So tomorrow we don't waste any time. Come in. I'll see you, I'll see you in the boardroom at 8.30. And so I would go and do these things. So... I think there's a lot of people who find themselves in that position of maybe being told what to do and knowing that they don't want that anymore. They actually want to be the one doing the telling or they just want to set up a, an institution or an organization that just has more value 
and can give back. And I think you can do that in a small and medium-sized business. And I recognize that every large organization has its place. And I do think that you know, capitalism has its place and that it can solve a lot of the world's problems and most of those institutions can, and they make their contribution, but it just wasn't my vision anymore. So I wanted to be honest with myself and how do I make an impact more than, you know, maybe 3000 people that I impacted in my role. Whereas I've been working on my own for, for two years and I've probably impacted already 10, 15,000 people, which would never have happened if I'd stayed in my lane. So I think you know, the goal here is to have my message hit millions of people and I know that's not possible. It wouldn't have been possible if I stayed where I was. I agree. I've been in those situations where very, like, as soon as you said it, I was like, oh my gosh, stuck me back to a job that I had that I would get a phone call at 10 o'clock at night to like recap the day and plan for the next day. And then I'd get a phone call at five in the morning and, I, and he goes, okay, what's happened? I go, people slept, like nothing's open between 10 and five. Like, I don't understand why we have this five o'clock call. Like, there's no reason to have this five o'clock call. And, you know, it, it used to bug me. And then I tried to quit multiple times on this guy and uh, he kept throwing money at me. And I was like, gosh, dang it. And there was just one time I was like, it's just not worth it. It is not worth the trade of my time for your money anymore. And that was the, the end of it. But I think a lot of bosses do exactly what you said because they want control of everything you're doing. So then you don't have time to realize you're on this spinning wheel. Would you agree with that? Yes. And you also mentioned money. So I think a lot of people then subscribe to the nuclear family and create for themselves a chasm of uncertainty. And that is, well, if I leave, will I be able to replace my income? And they actually say that phrase. Will I be able to replace my income? No, you won't. You're going to suck. But when you stop sucking, you're going to be really dang good and you're going to make more money than you can possibly imagine. So stop thinking you want to walk out of one salary. Let's say it's 50K, right? Even if you're spending $50,000 a year. And for some people, that's a lot of money. And you want to replace it with $50,000. I'm here to tell you the internet's been around long enough now for you to make that in months. You don't need to be thinking about, can I replace my income? You won't be able to do it on day one unless you are already doing something. You already had a side hustle and you've, you've got a good idea how to do that. So expect yourself to have to go through a plan. But yeah, I mean, I think most people have that chasm and it's created by keeping up with the Joneses. I don't know if you know that's a phrase in the US, but in the UK they would say keeping up with the Joneses, that you've got to have a nicer car than the guy next door. Or you, whether you consciously feel it or not, subconsciously, you're thinking, am I going to be the first person to get a Tesla on the street? So I can't leave my job because I'm saving for it. Am I going to have a dining room where I don't need it? I sit in it three times per year, one at Christmas, one at Thanksgiving. And maybe once that time when the family next door came over, we didn't actually want them to come over anyway, but they did. And so we used the dining room to make it look like that's where we have all our parties. And so we have, and then we have all these bills and niceties. You know, we have things that we just spend money on that don't actually add an awful lot of value to our fulfillment. And, uh, you know, double car garages instead of single car garages. Garages instead of no garages. Uh, more, more extra bedrooms where no guests ever come and live in those bedrooms. You know, most people have a bedroom that no one ever sleeps in. And, and that's the kind of chasm that people have. So the mortgage is this, you know, the translation of mortgage is death grip. And, and when you know that you've got the death grip, it's very hard for you to say, I'm leaving because I can't, as long as you've got that wheel in your head of, I need to replace my income. Well, yes. 
And, you know, there's lots of kind of influences out there who'll tell you or downgrade your life for a little while or just know that you're going to suck. But it does not take long for you to learn some skills just like you did in your day job to become phenomenal at what you do. And the difference is you'll really enjoy what you do because you're likely to be more passionate about it. So yeah. I see you guys living that. Right. So nearly a year ago now. And that's what I see. Right. I see that energy straight away. And then you run and I connected and I see this is what these guys should be doing. They actually enjoy designing. They like running podcasts. They like sharing their messages and giving some value. And when people understand that that's how simple it is. And also that, you know, you don't have to create something incredibly innovative or new. Just do it better than somebody else. And your people will find you. You know, and that's all that's happened in any industry. You think about whether it's uh, soft drinks. There are soft drink companies launching now that become better than the original brands. And only for the deeper pockets of the original brands, they, they just buy them up. You know, I can think of several examples of soda companies who then buy the, the small guy who's coming super fast. And they just say, before this gets out of hand, we'll buy you. And then you, you leaders can go and start another company in another industry and not upset us anymore. And it happens everywhere. So don't, for people listening, I would say that. Don't, don't think you need to create something new for you to be amazing. You don't. Just be better. I always like um, Mark Law. He was the CEO, he still is the CEO of Jet.com. And they sold to Walmart for an incredible amount of money. And his whole philosophy was, let's just be better than Amazon. And so Walmart came along and took the online side of Jet.com. And now Mark's gone back there. He left and now he's back again. But that, that's the philosophy. Just do it better in a different way that you're serving a community of people who know if I go to jack.com, which is kind of Walmart's e-commerce line now, I can get better prices than Amazon. So I, I got a competitive option. And so I think that's the way to be thinking about, you know, how you go out to do something on your own. That's how you do it. You, know, you, you just be better than anybody else. And how do you do that? Well, the chances of you being here are infinitesimal. So figure that one out because no one else can do what you can do. <laughs> Now, I have a story about this. When I worked at a very large coffee company that I'm sure you probably had that coffee this week if you go get coffee. There was a machine that was blowing up the whole industry. And this one store was actually in Denver, Colorado. And they created this machine and it made the most amazing cup of coffee. So this larger company bought the other company and closed it, sat on the technology for seven years, seven years. Then they would put it only in reserve locations because it kept the interest and the intrigue and the want and desire for it. And I remember when I had 13 stores, I was begging to have this machine because I loved this machine. I was like, it's such a good cup of coffee. And then I realized the whole story and, you know, they owned the machine and they didn't care if it ever came out. It just stopped hurting them. It's crazy. All right, James. So let's talk about some of the training that you give. And so I want to give everyone a kind of a peek behind the curtain if you will, and, and we'll have the, your link in the show notes, but people can head over to impactmasteryblueprint.com forward slash training dash program, and they can see this, but you've got it laid out for modules that you're trained folks. And so I would love a little sneak peek into like module four, 
magnetic selling or, you know, a different one, the module six, seven figure blueprint, just pick one of those and kind of give us a little bit of a taste of what it might be. Yeah. Ultimately the, the blueprint is, as you would imagine, you know, I built it for me. It was a system that I built for myself is how do I build a company, deconstruct a business plan and break it down. So it'd be, anyone could do it with a few step-by-step. So you don't have to create a 50 page, 60 page business, business plan. You can just step through, okay, what's my problem? <laughs> <laughs> and how do I create something that will solve that problem? And then how do I sell that problem? And that includes making sure that our marketing is right. So the magnetic selling component is actually partial through way of kind of making money. I think about my program in two halves. The first four modules are about making money. And so I teach you how to solve a problem, create an offer for that problem, create some nice crisp messaging for that, and then sell it. So by the time you get to magnetic selling, it really is about the framework that you use. I'm a big fan of, I don't think you need a sales script, but I'm absolutely sure you need a sales framework. So you do need something to follow that, you know, we use the totally dope sales framework. But ultimately what we're trying to do is earn trust. That's the bottom line. How do you earn trust? And you get your buyers to take ownership of the problem and that they actually do have the problem. And once they realize that, they'll have their own epiphany and they'll make their own decision. And you know, we've shared some of the same sales coaches who shared information with me, and you'll see some of that within the front. But that really gets people ready for making money. So you only have to go through half of my blueprint, and you can make a multiple six-figure business. You don't need to know about the seven-figure blueprint, but, you know that piece. The seven-figure blueprint, lo and behold, I have not made seven figures yet. But that's the blueprint I'm following, and it's allowing me just to keep increasing my earnings because I know that it's... I don't have to recreate fundamentals. The fundamentals of business are the same. There are only five things you need to do and master them. Be really good at those five things. And so that, the blueprint talks through you know, leadership and management, which is how we think. Then you'll talk about marketing, sales, what your product and service is. And then the last thing is you've got to manage your money and be looking at it every single day. And if you're looking at your money and your cash flow every single day, that's all you need in your, your five elements of your business. So the blueprint is focused on that. And I also teach you a whole ton of stuff on how you would have operationalized. So how would you do your delivery? So how does, how does it make sense that, you know, we talked about our coffee company or our soda companies, they have these incredible infrastructure and operating systems in the back end to fulfill customer need. And that's all, that's all I'm teaching people to do. And once it gets to a seven figure blueprint, guess what? That module just, I'll just go in there and edit and change it to an eight and just keep going unless somebody comes along and says hey we want to buy your business and integrate it somewhere or we want to franchise this or whatever happens right i don't know where it's going but i know that it, it already has the capacity to be an eight-figure business so that blueprint will probably change and, and once we go through that number then we'll, we'll reconsider where does it go now it's likely that it will become something different you know, at that point but uh, yeah it, it's there for people just to understand it was a six-figure blueprint but i did that so now it's I'm teaching everybody zero to a million dollars. That's what I can teach you because I'm doing it and I've done it. I've done the multiple six figure stuff already. That's great. And I, and the other thing that you said that is key is two things. One, you built it for yourself. You were the, your own case study, right? So anybody can just look back and follow your journey. And we talk about that all the time. Start the journey and you're going to suck at it, right? I'm going to relate everything you just said to podcasting. Because that's what we tell everybody on podcasting. Your first episode, and we tell people to go listen to our trailer, and we probably should stop because it's getting up there in like one of our most popular views and it or listen tos, and it's awful. But not that 
we've gotten any better, but we would like to think we've improved just a tad, you know, to make our show a little bit better now that, you know, season two is here and it's like 270 episodes in. So I think people build the reps in the wrong thing. So if you're building the reps in, you know, the amount of alcohol or smoking or other, you know, non-essential drugs, or you've got a fast food addiction or a gambling addiction, they're the wrong reps. You know, there's other reps. And I think you've got to build the reps in acquiring skills that are actually going to reward you so that you can change the world and improve people's lives. And that's the way to think about it is just using those five elements of business and saying, right, I just got to get skilled in these five areas. And I'm not the only one to have ever done it. I'm fortunate enough that there's at least a thousand years worth of information, but the last 20, 30 years should teach you more than you need to know just studying what happened with these organizations. The, the, The guys who are the billionaires now, the mega billionaires, just watch what they did. And every single one of them will tell you the same thing. They sucked in the beginning. Just do it. Let's get going. It's okay. Take the leap. Just move. Get the right rep. James, hindsight hacking, we are all about making sure that we hack our guests' hindsight to give our audience clear foresight. And so my question to you today with this in mind, and and honestly, I, I have to keep it around what your business is. Your business is really helping people take a step of fear to you know a place of growth and opportunity but sometimes you know there's a lot of fear there's a lot of question marks there's a lot of can i do this all things that come in right so i'd love to hear your feedback of you took the leap and you're actually teaching people to take the leap so in hindsight what do you wish you would have known sooner what do you wish you could teach people better to help through that process? I'll answer it this way. I I think there are three primary fears about why people won't do this. And I made this massive mistake. So listeners, pay attention and write this down. (laughs) The first fear is when we're thinking about leaving the job, the fear of what we leave behind, the fear of the past, the fear of we don't have a team anymore and we won't have the salary anymore. So that's the first fear. And so we get very skewed up about that. The next one is we fear well, I don't know which way to turn. I don't know if it's left or right or straight on. You know, my mine was, I don't know whether I'm going to be a consultant or a coach. So I, I had a fork in the road. Which way am I going? And I had to figure that out. But the problem that most people have is they obsess with the last fear. And it's the fear of the outcome or the result. The fear that they will not, re- we talked about it earlier, replace that income. The fear that they, the wolves may come to the door. By the way, I've been out of my work two years. I didn't make money for like six months. And no wolves came to the door. Nobody was going to take my house away. I was able to survive because I planned it thoughtfully and carefully. And so I had to learn, and this is the hindsight piece, let go of that last one fast. Because you'll never have the results that you think you're going to get. You'll achieve them. You know, you'll ever achieve a goal and you think, oh, I did it. Oh, that was easier than I thought. And now I'm here. I don't know what to do next. So you have that challenge. You've got to let go of the fear of the outcome. Just don't worry about the outcomes and the results. Start to get really excited about what your passion is, what your gift is, what you're talented at, and just go on the journey and be prepared to be you know, adaptive, be flexible, be curious, and listen. Meet, meet Corey and Ron and listen. You know That's important that they come back to this podcast and they keep listening to what you're saying and and be flexible enough to know that even though they have an opinion, they will change it if they're given enough evidence. I'm okay with their opinions. I'm not okay if you won't change it if the empirical evidence 
is contradictory to what you're saying, it's time to be more flexible and say, oh, I'm the reason I can't move forward because my fear of the outcome, I keep thinking about the outcome and I can't get there. So on that journey, I think that's how you guys help. And that's the way I would think people, don't worry about leaving, but don't worry about the end. Life is a journey and your business will be a journey and your impact on the world will be a journey. Just look back at everybody who's passed and think about if you had a conversation with them in their later years, what they would tell you. And it's all, everything they would say is, well, I wish I got more results. No, they'd say, I wish on the journey I'd achieve this or spend more time with my family or spend more time with my kids or not worked as hard as I did in that place, that box that I was in. And so there are the things that people say when they're on the deathbeds. And, and we want to be able to get to the point where you're so infused and have such reverence for life and you have such joy for life day by day that you don't worry about the outcomes because every day is a win. And, and we only think about that when mortality is touched, where, where we see something happen a dreadful, sinister event, and then we suddenly go, oh, I'd, I'd better do some bucket list listing. And we start making a list of bucket lists, and it's like, well, it's okay having a list, but if you're not going to buy that plane ticket to go to that country tomorrow, take it off the list. It's not a bucket list item. So most people won't act, and it's because they're fearful of the outcome. What if I do get a plane ticket, and I go to that country, and I get there, and I don't like it? That's the outcome. Don't worry about that. Just get on the plane. That's much more enjoyable. <laughs> Oh my gosh, I love that. I love that. I know there's people listening today and they're like, I want the blueprint for my business. How do they get involved with you? Where can they find you? How, how do they get connected? There are many ways, but uh, Corey already mentioned, my website is impactmasteryblueprint.com. You can go there on the homepage, read about the, the business and how we serve, and then you can enroll straight away. So you can get into a conversation with us. There's a, a little a page there to enroll to and you can see the application. Yeah, we're looking for success stories. So we don't need clients, but plenty of clients. We actually need people who are going to be serious, hungry, committed to success. They're not going to worry about the outcome. They're going to worry about the journey. And then if you want to know more about me, there's an about page down the bottom there. You can click on about, learn all about my family and kind of where I came from. But that's the best place to find me right now. Alternatively, you know, Facebook, it's easy to find me there too. But I, I would send people to my website in the first instance because I could put you in a Facebook group. But you're sitting there like other members and wait and wait and wait. And I'll tell you, if you delay decisions in your life, suffering will increase. So it's time to make decisions. And the best place to do that, get on the website, get on a phone call with us, and we'll start a conversation. Awesome, James. Okay, I definitely know that Ron and I, we've gone through this journey. We had our business as a side hustle until we were able to go full time. Like we planned it all. We've, you know, we, our podcast, we were horrible on day one, but there's definitely multiple times where we sat and we've worked a 12 hour day because we wanted to, because we enjoy it. And, and we're like, gosh, I'm so thankful. Like the snow is coming down. I don't have to drive anywhere because I'm working on our business and we're sitting here on zoom and the and journey is just incredible. And so I'm, I'm so glad that you're able to talk about that, but it's definitely so cool to interact with somebody that is gone through this like you know we do different things we have different businesses but I feel I just feel like it's such a, a mirrored path that it's just an honor to have you here to, to talk about it so thanks so much James it's awesome well, well one day I hope I get up there to Colorado and we can go to the Breckenridge Brewery or something and we'll do something fun <laughs> absolutely I feel like I should go there today that's what yeah. I <laughs> well, we can't do it with James today but maybe down the road uh, and 
Right, right. Or we'll make it to Texas before they export you out again. So, right. <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, definitely, I know you are going to go enjoy a journey here in a few weeks with a little vacation with your family. And so, for sure, thanks for making the time with us today. Cheers, guys. We'll see you real soon. Thanks very much, everybody. All right, Ron. Another great episode. I, you know, I know James has got kind of a, a fun, dry sense of humor, but that's like my favorite. That I, that's how, only sense of humor I have is pretty much like James, and and so I definitely, you know, it just it, I, one of my favorite type of conversations to have is is when we can laugh and have fun and be to the point and direct and yeah. Anyway, so I assume there's a takeaway or two over there on the other side of the screen. Yeah, I have a feeling just because we both started writing on a couple of them. So I think we have some duplicates, but, but <laughs> we usually do. Yeah. So I'm going to start with the easier there's, he said something around skills and mindset around employee to employer. Right. So I'm going to relate that back to where you're at in your business and where you want to be in your business. Okay. So where you are now is from the skills you had previously to get you to where you are now. Where you want to go may not be those same skills. So that's why the learning and the understanding of the skills that you need to get to that next place is so important. Okay. And then the other thing he said, which I, I thought was brilliant, which I never heard of it like this, was work on or build the right reps. What are you building your reps on right now? Is it Netflix? Is it whatever that's not going to help you get those skills to get you to the next level? Or are you building the right reps to help you get the skills to get you to the level you want to get to? And, and understand what the reps are that you're working on will directly translate to those skills and the reps to get you to the level you're trying to get to. Yeah, 100%. And then I have one that's actually off the cuff a little bit because of other conversations we've had with James. And it's also kind of, I kind of mentioned it in the introduction about him being a constant learner. James is definitely of the same, cut from the same cloth that we are, that we believe if you're a coach, you better have a coach. If you're trying to teach people, you better be learning yourself and have a teacher. And so we know for a fact, James has a coach. He's very committed. He's you know, very much one of the ones that is going to put in the effort of and do what the coach tells them to do, right? So one thing, you've got to have a coach. You've got to be trying to learn some way to get better and grow as a person, as a business owner. And then when you do pay that coach, like put the time in to do what they say. Don't try to just, you know, pay them and never go back because we've all had that. Don't try to pay them and then tell them that they're wrong. You know what I mean? Like you pay them for a reason. So if you are a coach, 100%, you better have a coach if people, you expect people to pay you and be in that constant learner to, to be a better business owner, be a better CEO or whatever that situation is for you. So that is one of my pieces. But again, James does go back to the core values, family, honesty, integrity, like some of these things that if you run your business with the right reasons, the right intentions in the right way, then people come to you right? Like, you know who you're serving, you know the problem you're solving, and you do it the right way. People come to you, and you're able to grow your business to 
multiple six figures like James has, have the blueprint to get to the seven and then beyond that once that's hit. So, all right. I think that's all I got for everyone today. So Ron, what do you say? I think that is all. Get out there and create an impact. Did you know that Hindsight Hacking Media Agency, we do all things podcasts from launch. If you're already doing 10,000 downloads in a week, we handle everything. All you have to do, record it and forget it. Guys, if you're launching a podcast, get with these guys. I could not honestly hit the charts without them. I'm not getting paid for this, but working with both of you, the professionalism and the system that you guys had to launch the podcast, you guys killed it. We want to help the impactors create an impact by just letting you be you and not worry about all this other crazy stuff. Connect with us. All the links will be in the show notes. See you next time. Go create an impact.